y'all. This is Sam's Aunt Daddy. This week on the show, our favorite end of summer songs with our friends at member station KCRW. All right, let's start the show. Hey, y'all, you're listening to It's Been a Minute from NPR. So I haven't been inside of an NPR office since mid-March 2020. It has been work from home only for me, which means I have my radio on in the house all day, every day. And a show I listen to almost every morning when I'm working is Morning Becomes Eclectic. Good morning to you, Anthony Valadez. Novena Carmel, how are you feeling? I'm feeling like butterflies in the sky. I can I go twice as high. <laughs> KSRW describes Morning Becomes Eclectic as their signature music program featuring new releases, live performances, and artist interviews. But for me, MBE, above everything else, is just a really good music show that plays a little bit of everything and is always surprising you in the best ways. I will never forget one morning, Novena and Anthony they played this really obscure song from this legendary gospel group called the Clark Sisters. I forget which song of theirs y'all played. I thought I'd heard every song they've ever made, and y'all played some song where they're just singing yeah, yeah, yeah for a few minutes. Once I realized how good it was and what I was getting, I yelped with joy so loudly that my dog jumped. <laughs> if the two of you had to describe the vibe of the music on MBE in like just three words, what would those words be? Oh, man, you put us on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I-, I would say community, positive, and soulful. I like that. Novena. Magic of the moment. Oh, okay. That's four, four, but I'll take it. Oh, those are the little, what are they called? Particles don't count. (laughs) Oh, yes. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Today, Novena and Anthony are going to talk about some musical magic of the moment. They share their picks for Song of the Summer, any summer, and they tell me their favorite albums of the year so far. We'll also talk about how the pandemic has changed music a lot. It is an all-music episode for this holiday weekend. Enjoy. You know, this episode is running as the summer is coming to a close. And we had y'all prepare some picks for what you might call the song of the summer. This year or actually any year, I want you both to give me two song picks for song of the summer. And let's go back and forth one and one, one and one. Novena, you got one? Okay, I have one. So there's this duo called Abstract Mind State, and they have reunited after not making music for 16 years. They're from Chicago, and they were a group that Kanye West was a huge fan of back in the day, and he was like, I want to work with you guys. And so he has a new record label, and he produced the entirety of their new album, which just came out like a couple weeks ago. And uh, there's a song on there simply called I Feel Good. I'm feeling good, y'all. Smiling more every day. The music itself has that kind of like boom bap, soul sampled hip hop feel that takes you back to a previous era and also like a previous version of Kanye. Happy, fun, soulful Kanye. Exactly. Yeah. Fresh faced, wide eyed and bushy tailed. Is that the same? I miss that old Kanye. I do. Yeah. You know what the saying we miss the old or I miss the old Kanye and it's like when you hear 
what he did with Abstract Mindset, you can really kind of feel that. Yeah. And so just the lyrics of the song are like, I feel good, y'all, da-da-da, you know, and it, it's yeah. just, it's pretty classic, like, you know, fresh hip-hop sounds with soulful uh, samples, talking about I feel good. They even sample, you know, the quintessential I feel good James Brown in that song. So that's one of my picks. Okay, that's a good one. <laughs> Anthony, can you beat that? I don't know. Absolutely. No, I'm just kidding. No, I can't. Beat that? No, actually, my, mine's in a little different direction. Uh, so I'm going to take it back to 1980 because this is kind of a timeless funk classic. And you might have heard it as sampled by Tupac on Keep Your Head Up from 1993. Uh, this one is All Right by Zapp and Roger. It's that perfect summertime cookout gem. Okay, let's play a little of that one too if we can. That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that alone, right? <laughs> it's one of those songs where, like, before you realize it, you actually know the whole song and all the words because it's just in the culture. Yeah. What I love the most about it is the optimism heard in this song. You know, it's chanted throughout the song. It's going to be all right. And it just reminds me of being a kid and, and just kind of, not knowing what's coming up, but you're off from school, you're at the public pool, you're hanging out, you paid your 15 cents, you get your free sandwich from the city, and you just feel like everything's going to be all right. I mean, I could smell the hamburgers on the grill. Like, I could, yes. I could hear the laughter from the Kanye song. Like, it just, it brings me to that. I wish I had a Cadillac so bad. Come on. An old school Cadillac. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to sneak in and cheat and tell y'all what has been my song of the summer. And really, my, like, summer song since I first heard the album last year. You know, mm. I was really surprised by how drawn I was to the latest Dua Lipa album. Mm. A few from Nostalgia. I played it mm. the entire pandemic. kind of got me through that year. Mm. And I always kind of felt bad for Dua and that album because it was an album meant for clubs. And no one could go yeah. to clubs last year. But I had been playing Levitating for a year straight and it's kind of been my song of the summer last year and this one too i love that song i never get tired of it <laughs> why do you love it what is it about that song that connects you with it it's funky like there's a little vocoder action going on the bass line and the drums feel like disco adjacent but also just like funky and, like, it's one of those songs that is begging everyone to sing it communally. Like, when she's getting to the verse and the chorus, the background vocals are kind of like cheerleaders in the back, like, chanting with her. And, like, this song has had such a long shelf life. So, like, the album that it came from came out literally last year at the start of the pandemic. I believe it's right now in the top 10 on Billboard's Hot 100. Oh, wow. I already feel like I already know it. You all night, I can all See? <laughs> all right, coming up, more summer song picks with Anthony and Novena. Y'all have two more picks for y'all's uh, oh. songs of the summer. <laughs> Okay, this one, I just have to keep mentioning it. Like, I like to always have fresh picks, but I'm not going to lie. This one is still one of my favorite songs. And it's kind of like you where you're like, it's like last summer. This one came out in May, but I'm like, oh, should I have a new one that came out in August? But no, we're sticking no, with this one for stick May. Stick with it. 
And it is um, Elohim featuring Big Frida Strut. You had me at Big Frida. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm already into it. <laughs> oh, just wait. Okay. Oh, this is Runway. This is Ballroom. I'm loving it. Yes. Strut. 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 I want you to hear Big Frida come in. Yeah. Oh, let's do it. Here we go. Ah, yes. 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 Oh, my goodness. You know what I'm going to do with this song? Strut? It's going to be my personal hype song. <laughs> in the bathroom mirror when I got to hype myself up before a hard interview or a hard call or meeting or whatever. Like, this is my personal hype song now. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you why I love that song, though, just for a second? Oh, yeah, go ahead. There's so many reasons. Number one, I already have this idea in my head of, like, the whole world being a dance floor. Like, anywhere you go, you can dance. And more than ever recently, like, you literally cannot go to the club and necessarily be safe. So it's like you have to make wherever you can the runway or the dance mm-hmm. floor. And it's kind of like making the best of what you've got in these times, you know, <laughs> Listen, these times. yes, I and get that. It out. <laughs> I identify with that so much. Well, my next pick is going to be a huge 180. <laughs> 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 Cry all summer. Pretty much. Close, okay. not quite. Love it. This one is from Claro. The title of the song is Amoeba off her latest record titled Sling. And it's kind of a graduation from her lo-fi bedroom pop sound that we're traditionally known from her. And this feels more of like an actual, like really good classic timeless song produced by Jack Antonoff, who's known for his work with St. Vincent and Lord. Novina always looks at me like, oh, that song again. No, but, no, it's, you know, it's crazy as I had this song on my list as well. Really? Between the gaps, if you don't know the lyrics, it sounds like it's kind of like a fun, cheery song, but then when you hear the lyrics, it's a little, it's a little bit dark. That kind of makes sense for where we're all at right now, too. Exactly. (laughs) Fluctuating between like, everything's fine. And Uh then like, it's just really dark. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. You nailed it. But but most importantly, I think, you know, like when I think of sometimes, you know, in the summer, you don't feel like going out. You just want to get on your favorite blanket and just yeah. chill and vibe, hang with your cat, your dog. And this is the song that I would play. And Sam, I know you like the funk. You said vocoder earlier. And in this song, there's like some clavinet in the background, kind of like mm. how Stevie Wonder would play it or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is like, she's not just a pop singer. She's got some other things like layered there's in the layers song. There's layers there. Yeah. I like it a a lot. Very much a vibe. Well, those are some very good picks. I want to uh, come back to y'all's album picks in a little bit. But first, I want to ask both of you a question I've been pondering for a few months now. You know, I have always listened to a bunch of music, but I found that during the pandemic, I listened to even more music. Now that I can work from home, y'all are on every morning. You know, I spend a lot more time alone because we haven't been able to do stuff with people. So it was a lot of Spotify giving me music all the time. I realized the pandemic has really changed my relationship with music and it's made it a stronger relationship. And I keep wondering if I'm alone in this. Like, y'all think about music for a living. I mean, do you think the pandemic has changed all of our listening habits a bit? Interesting. I mean, you pointed to something that I think is very interesting. You know, I'm a club DJ 
And I was always wondering, like, well, what happens when the clubs are removed from the equation? Because clubs were also an inspiration to folks, you know, when they'd have studio sessions, they'd go to a club and they'd come back and they would feel that energy and try to recreate that in a song. So, like, taking that away, like, what is the inspiration? For me personally, I always find myself reverting back to the same songs or playlists. Like, uh, Mac Miller's last record is just, it connects me to what's happening now. And when it comes to new music, I, I don't know. It's weird. Like, Novena, I don't know about you, but I have this interesting relationship where songs come and they go. And then I have to find the new song. So when it comes to songs that feel like a blanket, I always revert back to those, the Sarah McLachlan surfacing, the Wu-Tang oof, Forever. Oof. These certain yeah. albums that like, I'm like, okay, that hit me in a certain way. And I'll always return to that playlist to get hit that same way. Yeah. Yeah, I think people are probably have been looking to music more as medicine for particular needs in a way. Mm. I myself, one of my favorite albums of the year so far was one that was entirely instrumental that just kind of set the tone of the day and calmed my weary nerves. <laughs> and I don't know if in the past I would have, you know, been like, this is one of my favorite albums of the year, an instrumental album per se. And then also just music may have become even more personified for people like looking to it as a best friend depending on what your like needed mood is so if you need someone to commiserate with you find your songs or your playlist for that or you know if you weren't a lucky enough person to have a boo to cuddle up with during the pandemic mm -hmm. maybe it's some some imagining through the right songs <laughs> you said imagining <laughs> I don't know, you know, fill in the blanks, as it were. And then, you know, like, what can I party to by myself? And then even the way that we did go to the club was, like, virtually a lot of the time. And then there's, you're not really able to dance, but then people are, like, engaged in the chat rooms talking about the music while they're watching the DJ play it in, mm -hmm. for virtual DJ sets, which has been really interesting as well. Yeah. To your point, too, that it's developed a new community. Online, like when we watch verses, it's always cool to look in the comment section or Michelle Obama dropping in. Oh my gosh, Michelle Obama's in here. Michelle Obama's in here. I don't know why I'm nervous because, you know, I already DJ for, but I'm still nervous. Like, this is just crazy. But we're going to play something for Michelle. Michelle, this is for you. Are watching your favorite DJs, and then this community is now virtual and, and it's all 12 point fonts. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. I found myself really gravitating to music that I loved before and thought was kind of out of my system. And I realized, oh, no, it's not out of your system. Like, yeah. a lot of old Stevie Wonder stuff has come back into my life in a big way over the course of the pandemic. And other stuff, like, I've always thought that Lord's second album is brilliant. I just loved it. But over the course of the pandemic, Melodrama, the album, it's like it became bigger for me and like yeah. i analyzed it more deeply played it over and over and over again and yeah like i my relationship to the album got larger if that makes sense yeah yeah absolutely. definitely totally on that note there's songs or albums that came out like decades ago where the topics are so relevant today especially recently we celebrated like the 50th anniversary of marvin gaye's what's going on and everything he's talking about you know like with things happening in culture and war and racism and um, poverty is it feels like okay did this album actually come out 50 years ago because mm. this is everything that we're dealing with right now and it's sort of like feels good at in one way and then also really depressing yeah. in another way yeah all right, listeners, coming up, a few more music picks to get you dancing.
This message comes from NPR sponsor, Lincoln Financial. Pursuing your dreams starts with financial security. Lincoln can help you get started. Whether it's protecting you and your family from life's unexpected events or planning for retirement, Lincoln can help you enjoy today while staying on track for tomorrow. Visit lfg.com slash get started to discover how Lincoln Financial Solutions can help you plan, protect, and retire. Lincoln Financial is the marketing name for Lincoln National Corporation and Affiliates. Copyright 2021. Once it's safe to really go all out and do the concerts and live shows again, which one of the two of you most into going to go see? What show, what tour, what artist? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> so I have someone on my bucket list that it's kind of like regardless. It, he's been on it and before all this <laughs> pandemic panorama <laughs> stuff. Charlie Wilson. <laughs> oh, Of yeah. the Gap Band. Yeah. And... <laughs> I just, I've always loved his voice. I think it's so special. And I love the energy that he puts into how he um, executes his singing. And I've heard that he's amazing in concert. So he's just on my bucket list. I don't doubt that at all. Yeah, into it. (laughs) I'm going to go with Tyler, the creator. Mm. The reason why he popped up in my head is because he did a song with Charlie Wilson. Maybe we could, you know, knock out two birds with one stone. Absolutely. I think in some ways Tyler is, there's some kind of parallel between him and David Bowie. David Bowie always had these different stages with these looks and with Igor you had Tyler with the wig and early Tyler you had the skater kid and now he's on his own he's amazing he's brilliant and now I feel like he's at his Pharrell stage and you know we're seeing all these different levels and I love just watching him adapt and grow and just continue to blow us all away I really want to see Vince Staples live once we can do that again I've been a fan of his stuff for years because it's really loud and aggressive music. Usually that's great to run to. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And I'm realizing that I've never seen him live. His newest album, which came out a few weeks ago, is delightful. um, And I expected Mm -hmm. as much. It's a little more subtle than his previous work, but I love it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he would be fun. You know, it's interesting just connecting the dots. He mentioned that his latest record was inspired by not touring and not having to make the club hit. So it's funny that you say that. Yeah. It's for sure a different kind of mood on this one than his earlier works. And I like it. So, yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. Speaking of albums, we are, what, about to be three quarters away through 2021. Um, So far in this year, what's been y'all's favorite album released in 2021 uh, right now? Okay, I can't lie. I cannot pick one. I'm not a pick one type of person <laughs> okay. for anything. Right. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> it Give might be my list. Libra moon. I don't know if you get into um, Zodiac stuff. but So anyway, one that I'm really <laughs> excited about right now <laughs> is, and, and I'm excited about her as a person too, is uh, Yola, Stand For Myself. I love the vibe of the album. It kind of is like, draws on a lot of different genres, but it all makes sense together. She's doing like country soul rock R&B maybe a little bit of jazz She's from the UK and based in Nashville. And I also love that there was a point where someone told her, no one wants to see a black woman playing rock and roll. 
And, Black um, women created rock and roll. Oh, uh, hello. <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah, I saw an interview of hers and she was basically saying exactly what you just said. Yeah. She's dealt with, as you know, many of us do, you know, in different ways, um, folks telling her what she can't do. And so this album literally called Stand For Myself is like a culmination of everything she's gone to. And it's very resilient. I mean, mm. there's, it's like fun too. There's a song called Diamond Studded Shoes. It's almost like her version of Strut, which we uh, talked okay, about earlier. Okay. You know, just walking down the damn street in your yeah. diamond studded shoes. Yeah. What did I hear? She, she did an interview that I heard recently, and I didn't know this. Her mother was a DJ, and yes. correct me if I'm wrong, in a mental institution? Yeah. I, I do remember it being in a hospital of some st- sort, yeah. which is amazing. amazing. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what that, like, what does that mean? How are you, you know what I mean? Like, what yeah. is, is it for the clients? Is it for the well, having visitors? Worked- are there parties? The facility, yeah, oh. they do have parties. Oh, cool! Tell us more. Sometimes there are birthday parties for the clients. Yeah, are they're observing like Fourth of July in these facilities? So, yes. you know, there you go. Music. I used to work in a facility for mentally disabled adults, and I huh. was also the DJ. So I'd play music. Oh my really, gosh! And work with the clients. So yeah. So and and if there's one takeaway from that was seeing everybody smile. You know, when you play Stevie Wonder, it's oh, really yeah. beautiful. Yeah, I love that. So Novena, you have more than one pick. I'm gonna let you get out of your system. honey i have so many picks don't even get me started um let's see okay i gotta go with hiatus coyote of course um yeah always good it's kind of obvious but i don't want to say that i don't want that to be like in a bad way that it's obvious they're just so freaking good that it's like i don't even have to hear the album and i already know it's gonna be on my top and uh my love for uh napalm started when i saw her do a solo set in a speakeasy like many years ago Mm. she was playing guitar and singing and i was like who is this magical creature and since then every album is just wonderful they are so technically amazing as musicians yes like they they have studied the craft they know what they're doing You can tell that they have a good um, chemistry together. Yeah. Working together yeah. as friends and musicians. That sounds familiar. Oh. <laughs> uh, Anthony, your favorite so, album so far this year? Again, like Novena, uh, hard to pick one. But this one just popped up on my radar. His name is Bardo Martinez, and he's the lead vocalist of Chicano Batman. I know Chicano Batman. I interviewed them when their last album came out. They're delightful. Okay, so yeah. you know how cool they are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he just dropped a solo album called Everywhere Reminds Me of Space, and they are hometown heroes out of L.A. It's so great to see them pay their dues playing live shows and just building and just reaching that next layer. But what makes this album special is its incorporation of so many different sounds from psychedelic soul to funk. <laughs> To rock, you hear elements of Curtis Mayfield, Jay Dilla, Tropicalia. And it just reminds me of like a cosmic spaceship cruising down Pico Boulevard at 2 a.m. It celebrates wow. Earth. It celebrates love. Okay. And I feel like those are great things. I love your metaphors. Yeah. It's made Same. Up. <laughs> <laughs> I love y'all's chemistry. Y'all, y'all sound so good together. I really just love hearing not just the songs you play on the show, but hearing y'all two talk with each other. It's like 
two friends that I like a lot getting along. I'm into it. Oh. <laughs> We've known each other for a long time, yeah, so it's natural. And it started out on like a, a, a poor note, too, which is Oh, yeah, cool. it did. Wait, yeah. really? Tell me the story. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, you can't, right, you can't set right. that up and not tell okay, me. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, so, you know, Anthony mentioned he's a club DJ, and he was doing a set at On The Rocks at this party, and... Um, he had his computer on top of a subwoofer and you know subwoofers they vibrate especially when you're playing some hot hot beats yeah and um i needed somewhere to sit down and there was room on the subwoofer and i have a very narrow booty so i was like there's room for me and the computer (laughs) Uh so i sat down and i knew there was a computer there and then I didn't really move. I'm very aware of my surroundings. And um, next thing we knew, his computer was on the floor. And I was like, all right, I know that, like, my brain was like, I know what this is going to look like. Okay, think fast. And I was very, like, equal parts apologetic, but not taking blame for the situation. (laughs) I was like, I'm so sorry. I didn't do it, but I'm so sorry. Now, if you're listening to this, I know what you're thinking, exactly what I'm thinking. How come you didn't try to catch it before it fell? I didn't see it falling. I didn't hear it either because you were playing such loud music, which made the subwoofer vibrate. But anyway, so we didn't actually like stay in touch then. Um, But then we were at another club later that I was working at. I was an assistant booker and he was DJing there. And like the booker had booked him, the main guy I worked for. And we were just like talking, getting to know each other. And then somehow we realized we had both been at On the Rocks recently and then put two and two together. But he already liked me so much that it was impossible (laughs) to deny me. Okay, you just heard the remix edition. Whoa. (laughs) Well, on that note, I thank you both uh, for hanging with me and our listeners and giving us some good music to listen to and chew on. Uh, I'm honored to speak with you. And as you know, forever fans. Thank you, Sam. Likewise, buddy. Thanks again to Anthony Valadez and Novena Carmel for that very fun chat. You can catch their show, Morning Becomes Eclectic, weekday mornings on member station KCRW or at kcrw.com whenever you want. This episode was produced by Anjali Sastry and edited by Jordana Hokeman. Also, thanks to the rest of the It's Been a Minute team, producers Janae West, Andrea Gutierrez, and Liam McBain. Our big boss is NPR's director of programming, Anya Grunman. Listeners, we are back in your feeds Tuesday. Till then, dance a little bit. Enjoy the holiday weekend. I'm Sam Sanders. We'll talk soon.